Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself, and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 21. So I'm recording this after just getting back from a hoop aerial fitness class. And, you know, it's amazing because I did a couple classes last week, how sore our muscles can stay. Because I noticed like my grip and upper body strength was still very, very sore from last week. And it brought to my attention just like the difference in noticing that soreness and then not really trusting the strength that was there because I knew they were sore and somewhat tired already. And that second guessing that we can end up bringing from our mind impacts so much how we actually use our body. And I was noticing that during the class because I was just like, wow, I'm like so nervous about my grip strength giving out and then me falling that it's making me hesitate, that it's like not letting me smoothly go into moves. And I was just kind of watching that and paying attention and also allowing myself grace for that, not making it wrong, but just noticing that. And because that trust that we build in different areas really do impact how we show up to them. And those classes are insanely fun too. If you have some place in your area that does something like that, you should definitely try it because it is a lot of fun. I love the different strength challenge and it does just bring to light some of that different trust that we also talk about when we talk about our relationship with food. Because I find bringing in trust is one of those like such key elements to this whole process. Because like me, not wanting to go into some of the moves where I'm fully leaning back because I'm not trusting my grip strength, us not trusting ourselves to be oh good around food impacts how we show up around food. It impacts how we interact with food. Like if I just trusted went into the move, it would be so much simpler and so much easier than when I'm like sitting there second guessing it and doing that. Because the funny thing that's happening as a result of me like not trusting my grip strength is it's taking me longer to get into the move that I want to try. So one of them is just like you lean back and you just turn a little bit and it's very simple. But... I was leaning back for so long, just sitting there, hesitating to go into it, that I was wearing out my grip strength a lot more and making it much harder for my grip strength. So sometimes how we approach that versus if I just went into the move and then came back out of it because I was already in it, it would be so much simpler and easier for my grip strength. But it's like my brain's trying to prove true my grip strength isn't strong enough and me holding it is testing it more. So as we continue to build trust with ourselves, And like, as I do, as I continue to go to these classes, it'll change how I'm approaching it. And sometimes it is like my grip strength will physically become stronger. It was just apparent to me how different it was in how I enjoy things, how I show up to things when I am actually trusting myself versus when I'm second guessing myself. And I thought it was very interesting and wanted to share. And the other takeaway that I want to share too from it is there's like one of the hoops that is lower to the ground and it's like, I feel like I have less to fall. So it felt like I could go into the move quicker because I wasn't as nervous about it because I wasn't as in my head about it, which is why we also talk in intuitive eating about taking a small step, something that feels like not as big or not as risky where we can trust ourselves a little bit more. And that's also why when we talk about breaking food rules of doing it one at a time, because then it's not testing and breaking all of the rules at once. That way it feels overwhelming and like too much. We take those smaller steps. Because I notice this all the time in myself of like wanting just to be at the end result where I'm just doing the move perfectly. And I see this in other people, and I did this myself when I first started intuitive eating, is wanting to jump to the end of things. Wanting to just move forward to where we're doing things perfectly. But that's really not how we develop skills. We develop skills by doing it imperfectly. 
by making mistakes, by trying something and sometimes falling with it and or not being able to do it in the beginning because there are some moves that I can't do right now. But we build up our skill and our ability to do these things by practicing, by showing up and doing them imperfectly and learning about it along the way. It's when we can stay curious about that. I noticed me wanting to be like, oh, well, if I had tried this a few years ago, I would feel stronger with it. And notice those thoughts coming up of wanting to compare, of wanting to be like, wish I was stronger. And when I do that, all that happens is I keep myself from getting stronger because it makes me not want to do the thing. So I also see this in intuitive eating with people not wanting to keep certain foods in their house, keep to like want to keep those challenged foods out of their house. And then they never are challenging themselves to grow, challenging those fears, challenging those harder parts and actually working through some of those foods that we don't necessarily trust ourselves because that's how we build trust in ourselves around those foods is by teaching ourselves that we can have them. It's also like how they teach different levels in other fitness classes and in these where maybe just lifting one leg up at a time. And then it's lifting, alternating them with a little bit of a gap between where you do actually have both legs in the air. And then it's going to both legs in the air. We build up strength by doing things in steps. And we get there faster when we are willing to take the small steps along the way and focus on where we are right now. Because I could easily spend my time focused on like the moves that I can't do. Or I could focus on like, well, how can I build strength with the body I have right now and where I am right now? Because when you're doing something you've never done before, it's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel clunky. It's not going to feel easy. And that's the thing that I think gets tricky with intuitive eating is because we talk about how it is this intuitive process within our bodies. But we can override that intuitive nature, which is what we do when we're following dieting rules for years and years and years and telling ourselves not to trust our intuition around food that basically a lot of messaging that tells us we can't be trusted, that you have to keep those foods out of the house, that you will overeat, that you will do all these things. From the time that we're children, we're really told these messages is we're told to like finish the whole container, which tells us not to trust our fullness cues. We're told to eat on like a certain schedule sometimes, or it's like we have to eat at a certain time. We're told not to eat certain foods and that we have to, you know, eat our vegetables before dessert and told all these different messages that give us hierarchy for foods that override the natural instincts that we would have with food. We label food as good. We label food as bad. Label it as unhealthy or healthy. And the way we interpret that, not intentionally, but on an unconscious level, if we aren't being intentional about how we're viewing it, is we start placing that moral value on food, which we're being good or we're being bad, and start labeling ourselves in a certain way that makes it so much more trickier to trust ourselves which is why we have to work to rebuild the trust with food because we're literally told not to trust ourselves with food. The conversations I've had with people where they're left alone with food and it's like, oh, you shouldn't leave me alone with this. Like, it's too good. Like, oh yeah, I'll just eat the whole, like we just expect ourselves to do it and then we do. Because if you really think about it, we trust in our ability to handle it that way. That's the reason we do it is because when we are trusting ourselves, like like if you think about it in the backwards way of like, I trust that I'm going to fail at this diet. That is really what we're saying when it's like, oh, I know I'm just going to give in. You know, I'm just going to have the sugar at the end of the night. So I might as well just not eat anything as earlier in the day. Or I might as well limit myself now because I know I'm going to overeat tonight. Or I had a really big dinner last night. Like I'm not going to do it right now is we trust ourselves on the overeating part. 
and then we continuously prove ourselves true to ourselves. So while it's difficult to go against what we believe about ourselves and what we trust ourselves to do is trust is learned and means that we can learn in a different way too, which means we can learn to trust that we're going to change. We can make that decision and change how we interact with food. We can completely change how we interact with food. It doesn't have to be the learned way that we picked up from other people around us and from our culture and from our society. I was recently having a conversation with somebody how they remember growing up and hearing that the phrase in the early 2000s of nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. And we have all these different messages that promotes that skinny is going to feel good. But skinny isn't a feeling. It is, does not, the way our body is shaped does not produce feelings in our body. The thing that produces feelings in our body is how we think about our body. Because if we think about our body like, oh, I look really beautiful and we believe that, then we feel good about our body. And if we think negative thoughts about ourselves and we believe those, we feel negatively about our body. It's not our body. And that's also how you could, I hear this a lot from people too, is how they have thoughts about their own body that they would never think about somebody else. Even if that person was the same size as them which means it's not the body size that dictates how you think because otherwise you'd have the same thoughts about everyone at the same size. So what we need to do is not just come up with like a plan of eating a certain way, exercising a certain way, and then hoping it creates certain feelings about our body when at a certain size and like assuming that that is what's going to create how we feel about our body. If you want to feel better about your body more quickly, what you need to do is intentionally decide that and explore all the different thoughts that are creating how you are currently feeling about your body and currently feeling around food and currently feeling about exercise. Analyze those, question if that's what you truly want to believe, and then start practicing what you actually want to believe and slowly making that transition because it takes time to reinforce those new beliefs. And by time, I really mean like repetition. Like it doesn't have to take years to change those patterns. What it takes is really looking at where we're at right now repeatedly and just repeatedly reinforcing what you truly want to believe and finding those ladder and bridge thoughts to transition your beliefs. So that way you're not trying to go from I really don't like my body to I love my body because realistically no one's going to jump from there to there because it feels too far apart and we have to go through the steps of what we actually truly believe and take those small steps there and that's the same thing with trusting ourselves with food it's the same thing with integrating more exercise because building trust in the new way that you want to be doesn't look like feeling really good and feeling trust the entire time it looks like feeling scared and doing it anyway. It looks like doubting your ability to do it and then just being willing to try it, being willing to explore it. And because if we look at it from like a neuromuscular perspective is a lot of when we have strength gains or gains in our ability to do something, a lot of that is our brain and our muscles just learning the movements that we're trying to do. And I would like to clarify that I'm talking about going from initial strength gains, like from a move being awkward to it feeling more natural, not like the prolonged strength gains that we get from repetition and training and increasing weights. So a big part of even like doing these aerial fitness classes is body just learning new movements that it's never done before and trusting that we can do those. And the more we focus on the strength that's developing, or even like the one second that we were able to do that, even if we fell right out of something. And the more we focus on that part 
that we want more of, the more that part will grow. And the more we focus on not being able to do it or like the distrust and not trusting ourselves to do something, the more that will grow in our lives. Because where we are going to put our attention and focus the most often, even if it's unintentionally focusing on something, like if we allow it to just repeat, the more of that we will experience. Because if I tie it back to like the hoop classes and my grip strength, it's like the more I'm willing to be like, you know, I think I could get the strength for that. Like, I think I could do that. And the more I try that, even if I can't do it right now, but the more I believe that I could do it one day, like the more I want to try it and the more I want to test it and the more I want to figure it out and find different ways to do it. And if I just went and I was like, nope, I'm not going to be able to do that move. My grip strength's not strong enough. I just can't do it. Like if I just did that, I don't want to try doing it makes me just not want to go to classes when I'm thinking about it that way. In whichever one of those I focus more on is the one that's going to be true for me. Because if I completely just decide I'm not going to be able to do it, then I'm not going to do it. If I decide that maybe one day I could get the strength to do it, then I'm going to practice a little bit more and more every day. And eventually one day I will be able to do it. So when it comes to food and intuitive eating and learning to trust yourself, if you are, like you probably can't go to the place right away where it's like, yeah, I completely trust myself around food. I know I'm not going to overeat that food. And one, labeling overeating something's not a bad thing. We can, like, taking down that emotional part of it where it's like, yeah, oh my god, I overate, I did this terrible thing. Like, taking down that is a really important part Is this as well, is making it feel more neutral. But also that maybe one day I could do this is the more we're then we're willing to play with it and test it and grow that skill. And we want to bring that curiosity. We want to practice trusting ourselves. If we don't trust ourselves in one area, we got to practice trusting ourselves. Any of those things is a skill because whichever one we're doing most consistently is the one that we're going to be better at. So you might as well practice what you want to practice, even if it's not where you're at right now. Believe that it's changeable. Believe that you could make progress in it and you will. All right, so this is not what this episode was actually supposed to be about, but I think I'm going to stop it here and just leave it about trust, and I hope you found this kind of off-the-cuff rant useful, because I meant just to talk about this as a little bit of an intro, but we're going to run with it as an episode, and next week, I'll bring to you the topic that we were actually going to be talking about today. All right, have a good week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you want to learn to trust yourself around food so you can stop overeating and feel more comfortable in your body, I want to invite you to join my coaching program. Come visit me at foodpeacenutrition.com to learn more.